0: learning platform to provide Louisianians access to over 6,000 free courses to help you navigate a tech-ready world. You can access Katera by visiting our website or visit one of our local offices. Are you tech-ready? Let's get started.
1: Sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. Frank in Florida has some... Hey, Frank, what's up? How you doing?
2: This is the best show, bar none on the radio. Thank you so much for everything you do. He is the best. Jay Will and Max, I'm telling you, y'all got the best show. Thank you so much. I travel every week, and I listen to you. I watch you in the hotels. Do best show,
1: bar none. G. J. and Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app.
3: You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. And it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Catengale.
4: Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a
3: tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. It's a big game for the Pelicans tonight. A win against the Warriors. We'll give them the tiebreaker yesterday. They picked up the win led by 36 in the beating of the Blazers. Shot fake on Eubanks drives in and a wonderful reverse scooping layup with a right hand for C.J. McCollum. Some oohs and ahs here at the Motor Center. Pelicans getting 29 points from Brandon Ingram in three quarters. He got to watch the fourth quarter. That is one of the benefits of taking care of your business. And the 124-90 win, Brandon Ingram, the now reigning Western Conference Player of the Week. He was given that award yesterday. Jonas Valanciunas, yet another double-double for him. So the team did what they had to. Let's see what happens tonight. Also earlier today, Dennis Allen spoke with reporters, as all the coaches do. It was AFC yesterday, NFC today, as he spoke about his team, free agency, the works.
1: Well look, I think we've done some I think we've made some nice moves in free agency. Um you know, you're always looking to to, to see where you can continue to you know try to fill out your roster but we feel good about where we're at right now we'll
3: take your phone calls on both of those topics here as well gary smith coming up in about 12 minutes or so we'll chat with him do our college baseball you know kind of recap see what's going on this week and stuff and then at top of next hour shemit duo we'll specifically look at this game denver and clippers i want two wins out of the next three make me feel a little bit better at least about being a play-in team only seven games remain in the regular season. Two fifteen, Maddie Hudak. She was at Tulane's spring game. She also broadcasted live with Corey during the pro day, and she writes on the Saints for Saints Wire. So we'll do all of that with her. Mark, thank you for sticking around, sir. When it comes to you, Deltas, open up our number two. How are you today?
2: Oh man, it's a beautiful rainy day out here. So you know,
3: <laughs> it is. It is. Yep. It is.
2: I just I wanted to throw it out. Um, yeah. As of March twenty uh, March twenty eighth, I am only about eighty five percent. So um, I hope that my boss doesn't cut me. <laughs> um, but you know I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put forth the best effort that I can at eighty five percent. There we go, uh, dude. Um, I wish every NFL contract was the one Michael Thomas got. Well, we're gonna give you X, and then if you earn, you, then you get more. Yeah. If you play, you get more. You know, in Andre's Pete's category, if you keep holding, you get less.
3: <laughs> well, I don't know if you've uh, seen Nick Underhill's tweets. He was talking about the restructuring. This is a uh, Andre's Pete's a free agent after this year. The way they they structured it, so <laughs> he needs to be. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe, but
2: it's just that's the way it, it should be, though. You know, look. You know, the, the stupidity of giving Deshaun Watson, you know, $400 billion guaranteed, um, you know, and none of it the first year so that, you know, all the, you know, lawsuits can get settled with him making exactly. no money. It was very uh, strategic. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, no, nobody knew that this was going to happen. No. And, um, oh, you know, so it's just that this is a great, I wish they would do it all the way like this every time, no matter what, even for Derek Carr.
3: Well, you look, know, I mean, yeah, you're I bringing you know, it up, and you're bringing it up, and that's why I, I said what I said to open the show when it comes to Michael Thomas and just seeing the reaction where people probably didn't even listen to the rest of what Dennis Allen had to say. He just said he's not 100% now, and people's like, brains shut off. And, you know, now like, Michael, first off, it's a very, very incentive-laden contract. He, he doesn't play, he doesn't perform, he doesn't get paid. I mean, it's it's that simple. So, um. And then the thing too is, you know, just to see the reaction of, well, he doesn't want to play. Well, he signed here. He doesn't want to play for here. Well, he chose to play here. He could have gone to, he, he had the option. The team structured the contract for them and he to walk away. He did. He's the one that picked up the phone and helped land the quarterback. Yet we still have fans here that are convinced he doesn't want to be here. I just it's just remarkable to me. A guy had toe surgery in November. It's a 6 month recovery per Dr. Google. Right. I, I mean it's so, it's a lot, you know.
2: Let's yeah, see what he looks like in April, May. That's fine. You know, if he leaves at the end of if at the end of the football season next right. year if he's made what is it 1. point whatever million dollars mm-hmm. then we know he just didn't want to play here. If he made 15 then we know he wanted to play here. Right. So, you and, know, and, we're, and worst case, to...
3: Mark, and I was thinking about this too, if you just even want to go that route, uh, and, and he, and, and it's all about him and it's about his next contract. Fantastic. That means he has to ball out. If he balls out, you're probably going to win some games. So, Absolutely. you know what? Uh, hey, walk away. If he helps you get to the postseason this year, if he helps you win games, and then he decides he wants more money than you. Wish him well because he helped you win, and that's that's the whole point of all of this. Is does he provide you a better chance at winning on offense? And when you look up and down the roster, he does. Period. Period. Yep. The answer is yes, and the yeah. answer is prove it to us. Yep. And then prove it again next
2: year. Get, yeah. you, know, get, hey. you know, get the same contract next year. You know, and give it to all of them. Uh, but you know, too, on Pelicans. Um, it's, are so you finding some similarities between last year and this year? And mm-hmm. that they're, they seem to be a lot more comfortable when they're playing where they have to win. You know, that, you know, when they're, when they're first and second in the league, it was kind of like, yeah, we could take some days off. And then all of a sudden you take off 10 games and <laughs> tank them all. Mm-hmm. But now they have to win. They're com, I think just, there's a comfort level in this scenario where they are again.
3: You know, just having to push it and
2: having to play really, really
3: hard. I agree, and that's why I played that bite earlier from Willie Green, which he's he was um he was asked like, "What's changed?" You know, what has led to this five-game winning streak? Did you hear it? What he had to say?
2: Accountability.
3: Yep, accountability.
2: Him being accountable to everybody else, and them being, and that's true. But there's just, but look, we're seeing things that we didn't see before either. You know, all of a sudden, Jonas found a pain again. You know, maybe it was colored wrong or something for the for the last, you know, what, 30
3: games. <laughs> hey, you know what? I guess better late
2: than never when it comes to understanding right. what you know, All of a sudden, Jonas remembered, oh wait, look, paint, that's where my feet well, go.
3: I, I, um, I, look, I, I will say this. I do think a lot of it, too, is what a lot of the people that cover the team, and again, we'll talk to Schmidt about this coming up at, at 2 o'clock. I was been very vocal about how they use certain players and lineups and rotations and whether it was David, whether it was the realization by Willie himself talking with players, players voicing, hey, we need to do this more, whatever it was. There is a very clear line in the last week and a half where Jonas Valanciunas is being used. There's a very clear vocal um, expression from Willie Green, which seems like every single presser, of him saying, Jonas is important to our offense, using him for double teams, passing out. Now there is a very clear line of when Brandon Ingram is essentially the point guard, bringing the ball up the court, driving to the basket. If I put together ten highlights for you, nine are likely catch-and-shoot threes, coming off of a Brandon Ingram drive and kick. So they have made the adjustments and figured out what works now, which is essentially the type of offense that Zion was running at the beginning of the year, except it was Zion. So it just finally clicked on them. Well, let's just do the same thing. But B.I. can maybe be
2: unstoppable again.
3: Exactly right. I mean, look, I I just look at it, and it's incredible. Will Guillory tweeted this yesterday, 119 combined points in the wins in the five-game winning streak. That's taking care of your business, right? Look, you're, you're yep. facing teams that are seven players, eight players, nine players. I think Portland yesterday. Don't mess around. Don't give them life. Take care of it, Um and, and that's the thing that that really stands out to me, you know. And look, Jonas, 40th double-double of the year, sixth in the row, six of the last seven games he's had a double-double. It just it makes sense. Now tonight, I, I don't know what you're going to do and and how you approach this. This is a uh, it's a uh, tough team to beat at home, but. I think you match up well Thursday against Denver. I think you match up well Saturday against the Clippers. If I can get two more wins this week with what would be four left, I think you're in at least tenth. You know, if I get two more wins this week out of the next three. And just tonight, hang
2: on, enjoy the ride. Yeah. I mean, it's either going to be great for us or it's going to be a great show by the by the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> You know they're they're just, oh I mean, it is it is hard to not want to watch.
3: No, oh, I mean, like I said, look, th- this is this is what the NBA envisioned, and and I'm all for it. I, I I love the fact that all these games have a playoff sort of atmosphere and style. It's not just your team you're watching, your scoreboard watching, your standings watching. I mean, literally every game matters. It's incredible. I mean, LaBooBoo came back from, I'll be back in three weeks, so all of a sudden I'm, I'm back now. Like, I mean, it just it matters. Okay. Everything matters now. So all of these games have a little higher level of interest, I think. So it's good. Oh,
2: well, you're right. The playoffs for the Pelicans start. That's how I have started.
3: No, no matter what. No doubt. Yeah. All right, but man. Thank you, buddy. You have a great one, man. It's always was pleasure always oh, a pleasure same as well 800 in the upper cervical family chiropractic hotline if you'd like to chime into the conversation again yesterday another big performance by Brandon Ingram he had
1: 29 points it's extremely important and it's a, te- it's a testament to BI's character and, and his hard work um, he's in the gym putting the effort in he puts time in with his teammates uh, it like I said earlier in when I talk to you guys, it's, it's great to see it all come together at the right time. And, you know, tonight we need to come in right away and take care of business and get ready for the next game.
3: Six rebounds, four assists as well. And we mentioned with Jonas, 10 points, 21 rebounds. He had two blocks. And out of those 21 rebounds, 17 were defensive. So missed shot. Jonas with the palm of the ball i mean i did our you know pal's ball i mean it's it's such a big thing to have that
1: here's coach jv the last few games he's been fantastic um he's the game plan discipline for him is off the charts offensively we're getting him involved we know that that helps his mojo he's rebounding the ball he's doing everything that we're asking him to do and you know, we need that production out of him.
3: Yeah, indeed. I think the other thing, too, is Willie Green said that's helped with this team is understanding what's gotten him there and just adjusting, but just staying on task.
1: It's it's more important to recognize that just because we do what we're supposed to do doesn't guarantee us win. We did a lot of good during it, that, that Houston game that we lost. They hit a buzzer beater to win the game. That stuff happens. Okay. Let's turn around. Let's keep working. Let's do what we do. Let's put ourselves in another position to do it again. We'll win some of those games, and now we're on the, we're on the other side of it where we we've won five in a row. But it, it stems from accountability from from all of us.
3: So there you go. Um, the other thing that he brought up, and it's something I brought up yesterday when I was playing a lot of the sound bites from from Trey, where he said he was happy again. Bi, you could get the sense and feel. Uh, on the team as well. Look, winning, obviously, you're a happier group. But this team was at its best when it, it kind of looked like that, right? When they were having fun on the court. They weren't just thinking. They, they were just playing basketball, if that makes any sense to you. And Coach said that yesterday.
1: I like that. We're, we're, we're having joy. Um, don't, want, don't want to underestimate how hard it is to win in the NBA. Uh, but the guys are having fun and that's a big part of our DNA. They're going out, they're competing, they're playing together. Uh, winning games helps with the joy, and, and it's great to see on the floor.
3: Quick break. When we come back, Gary Smith, uh, what happened in paradise? to Tulane Greenway, we'll chat with him about that. What did he see at the spring game? For the green wave as well and we'll touch base on the rest of the south and conference baseball wise all of that and more it's a sports hangover do will go anywhere on espn new orleans
2: teaming up to create a healthier community coastal broadcasting and tibedo regional medical center present health watch for most athletes a gradual warm-up has very real benefits and can help prepare the body for more
4: intense exercise
2: A thorough warm-up helps to increase blood flow to the working muscle, which results in decreased muscle stiffness, reduced risk of injury, and often improved performance. An effective warm-up has a number of very important key elements. These elements work together to minimize the likelihood of sports injury from physical activity. When warming up, start with the easiest and most gentle activity first, building upon each part with more energetic activities until the body is at physical and mental peak.
0: The first step towards your best workout is a general warm-up. You want to work for about 10 minutes and end your warm-up feeling well, warm, and sweating lightly. The purpose of the general warm-up is to raise the heart rate and your breathing. This also helps to increase the muscle temperature, which means your muscles are ready for more vigorous activity. The next step towards your best workout is sport-specific warm-up. The warm-up you do will depend on your sport. During this part of the warm-up, you should up the intensity doing the same movements you'll be doing in your workout or event. For example, football players must work to stretch their hip flexors, quads, hamstrings, calves, trunk, glutes, and upper body. Each and every muscle throughout the body is used to maximize a football player's running, jumping, blocking, and catching potential. This series of stretches can capture each of these movements to better prepare the athlete for his position.
2: When warming up, start with the easiest and most gentle activity first building upon each part with more energetic activities until the body is at physical and mental peak.
0: The first step towards your best workout is a general warm-up. If you have questions about proper warm-up before activity, please contact the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional at
2: 985-493-4502 or visit us at www.thibodeau.com. If you have questions about proper warm-up before activity, please contact the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional at 985-493-4502 or visit us at www.thibodeau.com. Health Watch is a presentation of Coastal Broadcasting in Thibodeau Regional Medical Center. For more information on the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional, call 985-493-4502 or visit Thibodeau.com.
1: Looking for uncommon talent? Meet the Grads of Life. They're not the typical candidates you're used to, but they're exactly who your company needs. An ideal fit for entry-level positions, internships, and even mentorships. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn more. Brought to you by the Ad Council and grads gradsoflife.org. Question. Would you seat your 3-year-old child on a windowsill? And would
4: you seat them in a car seat that's not the correct one? Secure their future. Seat them in the correct car seat. More info at safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
0: From your first sunrise to the sunset of life, We are with you through life's journey. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Visit socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.
4: How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports? That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau.
3: One double zero three. As... We will hear from Gary Smith here shortly, but if you can get a hold of him and we will chat with him about the spring game and then also um, yeah, Tulane Baseball was over in Hawaii and they had a couple of games over there. Well, they're 6-18 and 18, as they have uh, made it back stateside or I guess mainland as they they do so well but we'll focus on some of the positive things that took place over at the spring game as we welcome in Gary Smith. Gary, how are you today, sir? Good to be on. Um let's start with football. Even though it's baseball and <laughs> basketball season. Yeah. We'll start with football because the spring game uh was this past weekend and look, they've had the pro day, they've had the spring game and I think it was kind of like a, a a very big spring uh, for this team here as well and either setting the tone, continuing mm-hmm. all of that. So I don't know. I guess summarize spring ball for two lane football and culminating with what we saw on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, I, I
4: think it was a good spring. Obviously what happens on Saturday, I, I think Willie Fritz's opening comment said it all and I I quote him we're excited about getting the game over with to be honest with you (laughs) because his comment was he just worried you worried about injuries in in those situations there's so little full contact in in, in spring football anymore in, in, in college football because of the worry about injuries and depth issues in spring stuff like that but i i went to almost all the spring practices and it, this looks like a, a good football team gus i mean <laughs> michael pratt's returning and starting quarterback for the first time in in his um football career he has a returning co- offensive coordinator dating back to high school when he never even had that happen um uh, a, a, a lot of talent ac- across the board and i think the, the highlight of the spring scrimmage is, is tyler grubbs the linebacker they brought in from louisiana tech who was a who is a starter there had a spectacular interception and in return in the game and that's that's obviously a position where where they need some players uh, with uh with Nick Anderson and Dorian Williams leaving and I and I think they're actually I think they're going to be pretty loaded at linebacker again this year just just my eyeball test says this is a good football team the conference isn't going to be as good this year, right. next year, this year, with, with Houston, Cincinnati, and, and UCF leaving, I, I, you know, Tulane's going to be picked to win the league in the preseason, and I, and I think I've said before on the show, I'm pretty sure Tulane, is and I'm not pretty sure, I am sure Tulane's never been picked to win any league in football going into a year, <laughs> yeah. I mean, ever, in any league, ever, and and so that's where this, this program is, and it, it's huge for them, because what Tulane has never done on their, their rare occasions of success in the past is build on that, and they're in prime position to build on that this time.
3: That's what I was going to say. That's the key, right? Handling mm-hmm. the expectation level and things of yep. that nature. Final thing on that, um, in terms of why I thought it was big twos because, yeah, I mean, the OC was calling plays towards the end of last year, but new defensive coordinator as well. And that, yeah. that was a side of the football that I think was absolutely a reason Tulane won as many games as it did.
4: Yeah, especially in the first half of the year, because the offense was kind of, Tyje Spears wasn't really great in the first four or five games last year. The offense wasn't really great. The defense was terrific. The defense won them the Kansas State game, and I feel like that was the, yes, I know they lost the Southern Miss <laughs> the following week, but that was the game that let the players know that they were a legitimate championship quality team, and the defense was just incredible that day um they held deuce vaughn to under well under 100 yards for the first time in like nine games the quarterback didn't do anything and that was really the only game kansas state played all year until the sugar bowl where their quarterback and their running back couldn't weren't successful it, it just let this team know that all their talk and their self-belief was real um and, and, and you're right i do think um, yeah, and you mentioned they have a new defense coordinator, Shield Wood. I think the defense is going to be a little different in the fall. Um, they were the, basically last year. What they did was they, they they knew they had pretty talented players, and they told opponents, "You're going to have to beat us. We're going to play pretty vanilla, and you're going to have to make plays to go all the way down the field." And we don't think you can do that, and, and it worked to perfection. I think they're going to be a little more aggressive this year. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it works, but but Shield Wood um, has impressive credentials and so yeah you're right that that we but that that will be interesting to see how um how different the defense looks in in the fall than it did last year
3: so you mentioned a player that stood out to you who else stood out to you in spring ball or at least in that game
4: in in two position wise in general for the spring the wide receivers because this has never been a group that was that was loaded at 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 Tulane um that that's um that's that's been a weakness for many years under under Willie Fritz um um For the most part, and I I just like the the depth. And Jaquan Jackson is returning, but but Lawrence Keys, who transferred from Notre Dame last year, had a pretty good year last year. But I think he's going to have an All-Conference year this year. Um, He's just he's got the full package. The reason he was a big-time recruit (laughs) uh, in in high school, but then they just got a lot of depth. Pretty much, they've got six or seven wide receivers now, a lot with speed. They got Yolke Brown had a good spring game. He transferred from Texas A&M. He's really fast. They've got a guy Jalen Rogers who would have played some last year but he got injured. He's really fast. They've just got a lot more speed than, than they than they ever have in the past in that position. And when you have a returning quarterback like Michael Pratt, um, I, I really I'm excited about how this passing game is gonna look in the ball.
3: Yeah, I definitely think that uh that is a big uh focus of it for sure. So anyway, wanted to get a uh, quick update on that here as well. We got Maddie Hudak coming on at two fifteen. We'll ask her a little bit more what she saw here as well. On Tuesdays, we'd like to have Gary on, we'll talk Baseball as well and basketball. Are you surprised at all what you seen in the Final Four? You well,
4: yeah, obviously. I mean, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm actually doing well in my brackets. But I didn't get team right in the Final Four. I mean, let's be serious. Right. But I, I did well up and up until then. But if you're not anybody that says they're not surprised by the Final Four, with the exception of UConn, is lying to you, Gus. <laughs> I mean, I mean <laughs> the, but the revelation to me has been Florida Atlantic because. Look, they they easily could have lost their first round game. In fact, if the referees had recognized the timeout that Memphis called with five seconds left with the ball and a one point lead, nobody probably would have ever heard of Florida Atlantic. But after they got that reprieve, they've been absolutely terrific. I think they're actually they 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 may be good enough to win the national championship. But I, I didn't have San Diego State making the final four. I didn't have Miami making the final four. Come on.
3: I understand. All right, let's get to two lane yeah. baseball. I've put it off for long enough here, sir. Um yeah. they uh-huh. they get the, the weekend series over Columbia. Yeah. So you're feeling good. You go to Washington, mm-hmm. first of four straight yeah. out there. You win fourteen nine. Uh-huh. Then you get to Hawaii, who I was told isn't particularly They're a not- very good baseball team. Yeah, correct. A- and you lose three one, uh seven one. Uh huh. Five one. I'm not good uh-huh. at math. That's only three runs in three games.
4: That's that's problematic. And, and by the way, I watched. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's the right sound effect. Completely. <laughs> I, I watched all of Friday. I didn't think I was going to, but I stayed up. I watched all of Friday night games and Saturday night game on on ESPN Plus. Um, both upended around two in the morning, and it was as bad as it sounds. I mean, the first game, Tulane didn't get a hit until the seventh inning and then so that's bad but you know hey jet lag maybe you know, they got they only got there a day before the game so that's maybe that's the issue the second day they don't get a hit until one out in the sixth inning and what's going on so i looked it up hawaii they had not swept a non-conference opponent at home since 2019 which was longwood um so i don't even know if that counts and in their previous home series two weeks ago against uconn they won the first game it was a four-game series and then they lost the next three games and gave up 40 runs in those three games this is a team holding Tulane to three runs over the weekend. Didn't see yesterday's Sunday's game, but it sounds like Tulane hit better. Just didn't score any runs. But the first two games, it wasn't a matter of hitting it hard, where the, you know, and having plays caught. They couldn't hit at all. Um, uh, Jackson Lynn, who was a twentieth round draft pick out of high school, was the second highest. Had the second highest batting average in the American Athletic Conference last year. Had to be benched after the first game because he can't hit a curveball. Um, it's just it's it, it's rough. There's no other way to put it right now. Um, <laughs> that that was and the funny thing is Washington. They had seven doubles and three home runs against Washington in the first six innings. Washington then goes and wins two out of three at number seven ranked UCLA on, on the road doing it. But when you're six and eighteen, you're obviously not capable of doing it. <laughs> at any rate, that qualifies as anything to give you any confidence whatsoever.
3: Help me make sense of that. <laughs> I,
4: I, I can't make sense of it, Gus. I mean, again, they, they had, now look, look, midweek pitching maybe for Washington because Washington was 14-4 and going in that game. But seven doubles in the first three innings. The school record, by the way, for a full game is nine. And then three home runs after that. So you're thinking they've won three all.